Welcome, Internet. Welcome back to 7C. I have an important announcement before we begin. I prefer strip steak to ribeye steak. Come fight me. Always. Ribeye is the best. No, I prefer strip steak to ribeye steak. I know. Ribeye is the best. I will fight you. Yeah. I disagree. So. Has, has, <laughs> has, Do you disagree has, that she'll fight you? <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> ribeye costs more because there's more fat in it, and therefore there's more flavor. And it's thicker cut. I disagree. Let's go. <laughs> when last we left off, you solved a problem that no one asked us to ask you to solve, really. <laughs> but it did solve another one of your problems, but then led to another. <laughs> That's how these things work. Yeah. It is the, the worst, worst sum up of a previous session I've ever heard. <laughs> it can't have been the worst. I have heard worse. <laughs> He's literally indistinguishable from any episode. Hey, I have done I've done <laughs> some no, ups before that were complete lies. Although, it's like the you know, it, it's about on it's about on par with I think the, there's an episode of the Flophouse where they summed up Paul Blart Mall Cop as a guy who had a chance to be a cop and decided not to take it. Fair, I think. <laughs> Having not you, seen you the sure movie, I don't House know. Or, or the the Paul Blart podcast. Uh. No, it was it was definitely the flop house because Elliot Kalin uh, talked about how they didn't summarize it well. Anyway, seventh C coming coming twenty seventeen Bartcast two. So, um, you had your duel with Beric. You have a hat and you have a small burlap sack containing what appears to be a section of a circular map with gears jutting out the back of it. Also, when last we left off, you were talking to one of the fairy folk who claimed that you owe his people a favor now. Oh, right. I forgot about that part. That can't be good. So he looks at you. You see a couple of people starting to wake up from the drugs you gave them, and they start scrambling off when they see the, uh, when they see the fairy folk in front of them. He's given up all pretense of appearing to be human for the moment. So was he just his like a ball of his, energy or what? Nah. <laughs> uh, he's he's unnaturally beautiful. He's wearing what appears to be basically a thin veneer of seaweed from the lake nearby. And his teeth have returned to being jagged and razor sharp. Oh, okay. Which, w- which was notably absent when he gave the message to Beric. If this is indeed the same one, it's almost impossible to tell. How do we owe you a favor when we never requested your help? He, um, his smile fades a little bit, and he talks in what appears to be his own voice. It's deeply unsettling, somewhat raspy, and you think you can hear the sound of waves crashing at the back tones of it. Which I, which would take a lot of post-processing to uh, approximate, so I'm just gonna speak in his voice here. <laughs> <laughs> Our aid was not requested. However, we did you a service, and you'll be interested in the favor we ask in return. Well, so long as you're asking for a favor, I don't see why we shouldn't consider it. See, Captain, what do you know of the conflict between the Vendel and the Vestibin, as your people call it? I think I will have to defer... He looks to Anne. The Fae looks expectedly at Declan. You're um, Declan? Why Declan? After a moment of silence, he looks back at Anne. (laughs) (laughs) 
Er, uh, they, uh, well, the Vendel, uh, the, the Vendel people do not believe in, uh, barbarism and wish to, uh, wish to keep the good way alive, uh, through, through other means than the, uh, constant pillaging and looting and destroying of other cultures that the, that the Vestin have, uh, so proudly taken up. There are other ways to keep up a proud warrior tradition without all the war. People are scrabbling in the background to get away from this conversation. <laughs> Having small arguments. And clattering dishes. Yes. Uh, actually, they're, my roommates are putting ice in glasses. <laughs> the fireworks mortar sputters a few sparks out. Some late sparks. Late sparkers. Well, as I'm sure you're aware, there are two sides to every coin, which may be why your people abandon the coin itself. There is a conflict brewing in the center of the Vestin lands that may bring both nations into civil war. Oh, I have not heard about this, unless you're talking about the uh, floating church. No. No one knows yet. Information travels faster when magic is involved. Hmm. The Vestin will not survive this. Then what are we doing? At worst, keep the peace. If not, find a resolution. He looks to the uh, members of the crew. Well, at least for now, uh, keeping the Vestin alive is the only way to preserve the living runes. And I do not want a civil war among my people. If there is a thing we can do to help, I say we go for it. But that is not my call. I will say outright that the Vestin are old allies of ours. That would not surprise me. They have been very kind to King Elilod, and we do not forget that. And you at least know that um, when the Vestin first attacked Avalon, when they pulled themselves together into one tribe. Um, they encountered King Elilad and formed an alliance with him. Right, right. That's why they have such a good standing. Yeah, I, again, I can understand that. I would also advocate appealing to this fae. Uh, but again, that is not my call. Cultures is so important to you. It is. It's the condition to see Farron men there. We need to we need to pick up the rest of the crew. If you can do it there and solve another problem, I don't have an issue with it. I have no problems. We the Fey can offer you no real aid in this. As always, our trappings are involved here. Alright, I suppose we will take this favor. He smiles his toothy, jagged grin and bows slightly and takes his leave. Well, let's prepare to sail. This was way too weak. Well, we have two weeks till ship is... We're gonna call it one week. Okay. He looked at me. It was like a week and a half, I think, when uh, you know, we, we had spent a couple yeah. days doing stuff anyway. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Sure. 
Well, we have a week. Then everyone is free to do whatever they'd like. Let's prepare to sail as soon as the ship's ready. Your crewman Uh, is usually in the crow's nest, leans up against one wall. Yes, shore leave. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to stay up there all the time. Apparently when I don't, I get drugged. Yeah, well, that was part of the plan. It was a special situation. Good, good. As long as it was special. <clears throat> I don't plan on having to put a lot of people to sleep again in the near future. Good. <laughs> I'll just be climbing back into the crow's nest then. Well, if you excuse me, I've got some dark sidebars to troll before uh, people get their wits back completely. <laughs> I assume he's, he's received some kind of rate from the quartermistress and or captain as to what he should pay people, or offer them in pay at least. Sure. Captain makes raid, I just hand out money. Oh, right, you guys have rankings on this ship. <laughs> yes. I don't know, do, do we even, uh, do we pay up front or uh, a portion of the plunder? I about to say, it's usually shares. Yeah, yeah, you pay shares. Yeah. Uh, Although, I suppose if you wanted to throw some money around ahead of time, you might get a higher quality of crew, but... Oh, don't forget, we somehow get 56 Gilder. We handle that. You have 56 Gilder? Do we? I forget. Alright, cool. I'll take that note out. Well, I'm, I might well make some income in the meantime. Maybe get some uh, additional wardrobe. Yes, I also have work to do. Sailors are a suspicious lot. They always like their fortunes told. And I plan to talk to anybody who can tell me what uh, more about this map. Sure. Everyone's going to get one scene in the week to come. One scene of your choice, and if I have other stuff for you, then you'll get that too. Cool, cool. Okay, let's follow Nadira first. Right. Right, so what are you doing? Uh, she is gonna, uh, apply her trade and get some cash. Okay. So yeah, uh, probably, yeah, find a place where she can, uh, offer, uh, dancing services for money. Sure. Uh, you managed to, um, you managed to find a secluded spot in the Twin Taverns. And uh, you can apply your trade all you like. Roll me your panache plus dancing or wits plus dancing. Finesse plus dancing. Uh, let's Resolve see plus dancing if you're dancing a lot. <laughs> I'll go with panache plus dancing. Sure. Uh, but you Maybe. should go with resolve plus dancing so you could be a maniac maniac on the floor. Where is... Where did I put that? Uh, oh, there it is. So I recently upgraded that to four. Since it's one, also one of my fencing things. Right. And eventually I can u- apply it to also attacking. Weird. <laughs> I got a uh, 23. 23, you say? Yeah. Um, let us call that... What, is someone going to show up and try and outdance me? <laughs> Declan gets drunk and you have a dance off. I, I don't think that's what his footwork of five implies. Let's call it, let's call it ten gilder. You uh, you manage to make some pretty good hat tidings while you dance. 
you, a couple of people asked to take lessons, stuff like that. Yeah, she'll, um, she would be honored, but declined because I, she is only in town for a few weeks. They look somewhat disappointed as they pass, as they pass out of the, some of them literally pass out, but some of them <laughs> pass out of the taverns. Right, was that ten guilder? Okay, so how much is uh, clothing usually? Very cheap. Fancy yeah, clothing what... is like five guilder. Yeah, it depends what quality you want. Uh, I'll go with uh, some uh, like a uh, three guilder, like enough, like three other additional outfits. And how much is underwear again? Undergarment one is one one plus guilder. All right, also some actual underwear. Sweet, you did it. <laughs> Uh, and let's see, so, that's about, like, I'd say, you say about, like, four out of my ten. Sure. Six. <laughs> uh, actually, uh, she'll also, uh... Five Gilder gets you a pound of tea. You know, yeah, good idea. Sure. Not coffee, but, but coffee's expensive. When you're not in... Well, I fucked that up. Uh, coffee's not expen- is expensive when you're not in the Crescent Empire. Sure. I mean, you can invent iced tea, considering everyone over here prefers warm tea. And it's pretty easy to make just cold, steeped tea on a ship. Okay, um, yeah, he is, for the most part, like, he is a he is a boat swain with no one to, to boat or swain at the moment. So he is going to uh, do the usual thing. And he's not going to Shanghai anyone, but, you know, he might make his offer after drinks have been drunk several times. Sure. Do you have any applicable skills? Let me look. Are we ever going to try and pick up Meredith again? Oh, right, yeah. The the bodyguard, she said she'd leave once the mayor had his problem resolved, I think. Oh, um, well, since this is kind of a uh, kind of an upkeep thing, I mean, if you, if you guys want me to do that, I can do that instead. Just do both. Yeah, corrals would work if that's how you're trying to get people in. Or some uh, such thing. Yeah, if that's the case, then I guess it's just a uh, Socializing, I guess, to do it normally. Sure. Socialize, corrals, oratory, stuff like that. Plus your wits. Socialize wits, okay. 18. 18. How many crew do you think it would take to properly crew a ship like yours? Like a skeleton crew. Don't we have that number somewhere, actually? I feel like you do, but I don't have it. Do you have, like, a ship sheet? I think... think does Kevin have it on his sheet? Or do we have a separate sheet altogether? It would be in... A, Matt, don't you have a folder with all of our stuff in it? If it were separate, it'd be in there. Yeah, there is a sheet. I'm trying to pull it up. I think everyone has been in it before. Uh, let's see. <laughs> because at the moment you have nine people? <laughs> uh... Oh, that counts, um, that counts, uh, Fire Princess and her crew, right? Right. And the dude in the nest? I think so. What, did she have two bodyguards with her? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I can't, I can't remember if she had two or three. That's, yeah, that's what I was asking, yeah. Or uh, trying to ascertain. At any rate, um, uh, I mean, chip sheet. Okay, apparently, apparently they're gonna be surly either way, though. Uh, so, I mean, what it probably like, I don't know, ten or twelve just people that do menial stuff and for him to shout at. Yeah, you can get that. They're not the top of the line. They're not really the middle of the line either. In fact, to say to say their relationship to the line at all would take quite a bit of explanation. However, you do find some men and women. Alright. 
mostly men. There's still there's still some uh, there's still a lot of people who believe that bringing a woman on the crew with bad luck is bad. Yeah. Which and yet there's three of us. Which, given your past, perhaps that might have a little bit of truth to it. <laughs> That's it. Just kick all the women off. <laughs> Change it no. to the HMS Sausage Fest. I see you pay for shit without me there. <laughs> we won't have to pay for anything. We won't have any problems if there aren't any trouble-causing women on board. Isn't, isn't technically a woman a hat co-owner of the boat itself? Yeah, the princess. Yeah, but it's only bad luck if she's on it. There's no well, room. She is. There's no room for for any women on the HMS men's rights. Oh no! In, li- listen, it's about the <laughs> ethics and you. piracy. <laughs> ethics and next. piracy. That was the next joke, Charlie. Thank we you. Just, we, we just stole a fedora, didn't we? <laughs> Going to it, smack you when you least expect it. It'd be a hell of a roll. Next time I see you. It'd be a hell of a roll to invent the fedora. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you 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 do get enough people to form a skeleton crew. No one deserving of names. Yeah. <laughs> not a literal skeleton crew. <laughs> this is not James and the Giant Peach. Just imagine Don't... pry that one fucker out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> right. You could get the people from Corpse Bride. They're pretty jaunty. And no, uh, it's just going to be a bunch of people constantly demanding more spaghetti. And I'll, uh, let's get so, else finished before he goes to talk to, to, to Shield Lady. Sure. In fact, all of you can go do that once you've got this figured out. Yeah. Um, Captain, what are you up to? Uh, I suppose mostly healing up and, uh, trying to look into the, uh, the map. Okay. Uh, yeah. Healing up shouldn't be a, too much of a problem. If you recall at the end of the last session, uh, Anne gave you what you needed. So you've got a, rather clean bandage wrapped around you that's slowly soaking up your blood and keeping it near to your body. You might be able to retrieve this bandage later. Lovely. Uh, but yeah, I'll go, I'm not even sure who to look into in town. This might just be a bust. Um, so are you looking for some sort of tinkerer? Yeah, I suppose. Sure. Um, or a certain you- researcher. Make me some sort of inquiry check. Uh, can I use Mooch? Mooch isn't incredibly relevant, but if you if you you can roll that, and uh, it'll also figure into where you're staying for the week. <laughs> That's right. I've got etiquette and such too. Sure. Uh, you, you show him the artifact, and the, the guy just snatches away, yelling something about a museum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So That's actually twenty four. Twenty four. All right. You don't find anyone in particular, but you do find a little curio shop in um in the cor- in deep in the dock district. By this point, people have returned to their occupations and such, more confused than anything. And there's a doddering old man behind the desk, counting counting some small amount of money for the day. Yes, may I help you? Looking for information on this. I'm looking for information on, information on this map. Well, let me see it, I suppose. Yes, absolutely. And as you pull it out, he his eyes go a little bit wide, and he uh, he pops down a small set of 
goggles that amplify his eyes to look almost cartoonishly large. Hmm. <laughs> and where is it you might have gotten this? I think it may be better if I keep that information to myself. He frowns a bit. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Um, Cerneth in its in its origin, I'm, I'm sure. Cerneth. Yes. All right. Can you tell me anything else about it? Well, I suppose. But but what would you want to know about it? What it may mean. Do you recognize the mechanism? Do you know how they would uh, how other pieces would fit into it? Oh, oh dear me, no. No, no, no. I'm no, I'm no Cerneth artificer. Then do you know one? There's a number of them. Although a lot of them are over in Kirk. Kirk? Yes. Uh, the, the seat of the Vendel Council. Could you prepare me references? I happen to have business that way. Oh, wonderful. Um, would you perhaps be willing to apply a small finder's fee to ensure the quality of these references? What sort of fee do you wish? Oh, just enough to make ends meet. Three guilder. Oh, fine. He takes the money with a smile, and uh, he goes back and starts writing. I should have it done for you in the next few hours or so, if you have other errands. Uh, thank you. Uh, I'll be back to pick them up later. Wonderful, wonderful. And he is lost to the world as he starts scratching scratching out his uh, references. Okay. All right. I'm going to hop over to Anne. Okay. Um, so let's see. Uh, so my main plan, I guess, was the thing I described last time. Um, since I got some time and there's probably a smithy. And maybe I can, I don't know, help them out in exchange for being able to use their forge. Sure. If they're willing to set, they're willing to set up a profit neutral exchange of equipment use and service. Cause I need to make a shitload of gun barrels. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I need to make an invisible college roll for this? Uh, for what? Uh, the turnover pistol. Well, I mean, you'd have to make an invention invention roll. Right. Yeah. I don't know what the invisible college in particular has to do with it. It's just that's what I'm calling it because it's in that book. <laughs> but sure, yeah. Um, I get a free raise on research. Um, I don't remember what a free raise gives me. Uh, plus five. Okay. So let me see. Uh, you think I'd remember what my uh, what my role is at this point? And one of my dice fell underneath the computer, so I'm gonna get that one back later. Goodbye, goodbye die. Let's see, so that's a thirty. All right. Do we ever decide on approximates? I mean, the turn the, the so the thing is the turnover pistol has already been invented. <laughs> It's already by been, this point it's, in it's time. Ar- it's already been made by this point in time. It's a gun made in very small quantities. Like sure, the only that's like at the like if we also like rifles exist at this time, but the only people who get them are nobility because they're the only ones who really want to like hunt from really far away. Right, right, right. Yeah, you you um. And then I guess I can to... roll gunsmithing and whatever if I need to, you know, to actually make all the parts. Sure, with plus gunsmithing. Okie doke. see and my uh shitty luck from last game continues uh that'll be a 20 on 6k3 (laughs) i see all right so 
you manage to make one before time starts running short on you. You manage to make a turn a pistol with manually turnable barrels that can hold three shots without before needing to be reloaded. All right, she'll spend she'll spend the rest of the time uh, because she uh, she'll spend the rest of the time kind of um, let's see. What would it be to uh, like gild the barrels or whatever, or start putting some? Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the of the word. Add some like engraving embossing. I don't know if there's a skill for that. Making a movie. Uh, that'd also be a gunsmithing role. Yeah, she'll just she'll spend the remaining time. Uh, she'll spend the remaining time just carving, making, d- just putting gun of the highest quality. <laughs> yeah, those those engravings provide no tactical advantage. <laughs> I was nice. waiting for somebody to say that. <laughs> That's yeah. I don't know this? if I have to jump, drop some gilder for some gold inlay, whatever. Sure, it's going to be a very nice looking gun. You also receive a letter. Oh, given directly to you by a courier who stops in, who passes it into your pocket as he walks by. Does it have? Is is it like uh, sealed with wax and stamped with a with a, with a sign? It is sealed with wax, but with no uh, with no stamp emblem. Uh, and we'll open it post haste. Okay, you uh, you see a familiar invisible college code. All right. Um, is there like ciphering? I can't remember if I have to do something to break this. It's one you know well enough. Okay, because I didn't actually take ci- <laughs> didn't actually take ciphering. Between one of the breaks, when you're taking some of the gunpowder off of your clothing, so it doesn't ignite at random. <laughs> You, uh, you managed to read up on this code. You're a little rusty at it, but you managed to translate it well enough. It's from your, uh, it's from one of your buddies back in the Invisible College, Heinrich. And he has great news for you. Oh? He mentions, uh, your failed project and the expensive materials it required. With, with, he of course doesn't say it that callously. He's very, uh, consoling about your, uh, financial troubles with the college and such right right fucking money hole that you spent like all your funding on <laughs> might as well set it on fire and uh the the text says i it is with great uh it's with great pride and happiness that i announce that a large vein of said material has been found outside of kirk interesting um i can't remember kirk is uh kirk is on the main aisle of vendel uh, is yes, that the main kirk, aisle that i i've I believe if it's not on the main aisle, it is the main aisle. Okay, yeah. It's essentially the capital. Yeah, right. I, it's been a while since I've read the book. Um, all right. Uh, wait, just like found? Or rather, they found evidence of one, and they're attempting to stake a claim post-haste. Okay, uh, so there's like a prospecting thing? Or is it, it like the materials for is it like the materials for this? It appears to be the case that uh, they would have to stake a claim to the land and do a rather large amount of digging, but if they do so, you estimate that it would start changing your project well into the course of profitable. Well, that's um, I guess I'll try and do they mention do they mention who the uh, like the foreman is or who's who's in charge of the project that needs all this material? Well, they don't have a foreman yet, as the letter tells you. He is Heinrich has always been rather good at anticipating any questions you might have they don't have a foreman yet because as always the college works in secret so they have to essentially throw money in the right directions to uh, make sure the right people are on the job 
And that just usually ends up finding the price of the person who's digging it up anyway. Okay, so they need like an advisor on how to how to mine this or refine it. They don't need you at all, actually. Okay. They he's just saying that um, if this mining operation goes through, then your uh, then your financial troubles are likely to be over, as your smithing technique is likely to become much more efficient. Excellent. Uh, she will keep that in mind um, for. Uh, do we even know where we're, did the fate tell us where we needed to go? Like what Island we need to go to? Not especially, but Declan and Declan or basically anyone you ask in this town could probably tell you that if they tell you a general location, then they know you're likely to happen on it anyway. Fair. They're mysterious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And for in certain ways, all of time occupies the same temporal location for them. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, and honestly, I guess if we go to Vendel, we'll hear rumors of this brewing civil war. So mm-hmm. going to Kirk is probably the best place since it's got the most people. And it's also like the world trade hub. Right. Right now, um, well, it's one of the two world trade hubs. Right. Which is the other one? It's in Vodachi. Uh, of course. <laughs> the The people that they're having the silent war with. In the proud city of Evniz. <laughs> Don't do this to me, Matt. Where we swim, where we swim, swim the rich canals. Don't do this to me, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Leotanda Vincenti would be very cross with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anne will, uh, Anne will take this letter. Uh, she will. This, this really kind of makes her day that she's not in crippling amounts of debt anymore. <laughs> Although, uh, if it's somebody, if somebody in Vendel finds out she's a pirate, then she's probably not going back home uh, under her name anyway. Mm-hmm. Since pirates are uh, hanged in public and yep. the bodies left on display. <laughs> the pirate bodies are hung. All right, so that leaves Francesca. What are you doing for the week? While we're waiting, act. Uh, your bard's stuff would give you some basic knowledge on the Fae, but getting taking she knowledge will give you much more specific stuff. Okay. Yeah, I had to pick it up, so I figured I'd, because I just remembered I think, that. I think I'm When back. you said you could hear from Declan, I was like, oh, yeah, right, I was thinking about buying that. Sure. I, I think I'm back, maybe. Yeah, we can hear you. <laughs> okay, um, she's going to send the letter to Vidachi, and then the rest of the week, she's planning on uh, having her kind of really pretty, it almost looks like a rug, but it's really just a sheet of cloth. And it has uh, a little sign that says fortunes and hand reading. And she's in a really pretty dress and all that good stuff. Offering sure. palm reading and fortunes told tarot reading. Do you have some sort of fortune telling skill? I do. I have I have palm reading, oratory, and uh, card reading. Uh, wits plus one of those. Yeah. Because I decided she does the real thing with tarot, but she also does the fake thing to make money. Right. 23. You also get 10 Gilder. <laughs> Alright, so one night when you guys all return to um, when you all return to the ship there is a small wooden crate about one foot on a side sitting in the middle of your deck. Does it have any... Is it, is it from anybody? Does there any visible markings, any markings on the crate? It has a few customs markings, meaning that it traveled by ship to get there. Does it mention like what customs it went through? Like countries or anything? Nope. Just independent international shipping companies. Ye old UPS. I could use well, my 
I could use my merchant skill and get a rough idea of the possible route, although well, I don't know how many shipping companies there are if, at this point. If one of us is good at identifying wood with using simple <laughs> tools, we could uh, we could figure out where the, where the wood crate came was built. from. And... But that doesn't mean anything, because you can buy crates Declan from opens all the over. Crate. Declan opens okay. the crate. It's cool. done. It happened. You missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I didn't even pull out my crowbar. You open the crate, uh, and uh, two fist-sized spiders start running up your arm. Principessa! How big a crate is this? One foot on its side. Okay. Two of them are about the size of uh, dinner plates, and then there's an itty-bitty one about the size of a yo-yo. Oh, three spiders. Okay. Yeah, I have three trained spiders. (laughs) Thank you. Three spiders of various size start crawling on you. Francesca like runs over and takes is, is there a roll toward against the girlish scream that Declan uh, <laughs> would otherwise elicit? Roll cool. Hey, she has been that's, that's, a, that's a resolve test if you want to roll something. Roll the whole study. Hey, one of those makes 50 feet of thread per week that can hold 250 pounds. It is an impressive production value. Thank you. Those spiders have to be manually milked too. They don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. The two, um, the two big ones are attack spiders. <laughs> don't milk the spiders. They don't like it. <laughs> Once per day, they can do an attack of three k two, and then the uh, tiny one makes fifty feet of thread per week. Have you ever seen a spider milking machine? It's horrifying. <laughs> I've seen a, uh, I've seen a uh, the the ones that draw blood from uh, horseshoe crabs. The, the spider milking machines are weird. Oh, no, I, I, I remember seeing one of those, yeah. <laughs> they drug the spider and attach the end of its web strand to a wheel, and it starts pulling it right. out like a, like a sewing loom. I remember this now. I've, yeah, <laughs> I saw this on Tumblr. It's like... Uh, I'm content not knowing about this. <laughs> but no, yeah, um, she she runs over and, and picks them up. Very happy and petting so and cooing to them in Vajajan. No! I didn't think they'd get here, though. I thought they might be have to send to to, to Vendel. These pests are yours. Yes. A, 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 they are not pests. A, a, ra- a rather pets. dowdy looking man walks towards you guys on the ship. Ah, uh, ra- rather poor pests, sir. You're not a pet. Pests. Oh. Mm. It is good to see you again, Donya Dragon. You? Ah, I thought we wouldn't be together until Vendel. It was a near miss, but I am here. Mm. She pats his cheeks before going back to playing with the spiders, because they're adorable. Um, oh, and yeah. Once, you, sir. Um, if we're also back on the ship, um, and we'll find the captain. Yeah, he's around on the deck. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hey. I wonder what's happening with Declan. Why'd he yell like that? <laughs> 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 oh, shipping arachnids. Uh. Oh, just a box of spiders, you know? Bug boat. They're special spiders. I know, yeah. Um, oh, they're special, all right. Yeah, they bite hard. Yeah, they're, they're like poisonous, right? Hop yeah, on board. Hop on two, board the two, bug boat. Two attack spiders and one that again makes the makes like, all the makes it, Yeah, you gotta milk it. You gotta milk the spider. That's what we should call she the makes campaign. It by herself. Just milk the spider. Yeah. Spider nobody knows milk. what it, nobody knows what the campaign's about. Then it's great. Anyway, dinner uh, place size spiders. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. No, they're trained very well. They don't hurt anybody unless I tell them to. That's why they're attack spiders. And she tells so them to hurt everybody. Nice. 
<laughs> no, and their names bag. are literally Arachne, Regina, and Principessa. So queen, princess, and then Arachne. spider. Just spider. <laughs> I'm sitting next to a dinner plate right now, and I'm concerned. Then again, it's an American dinner plate, not an Italian one. Yeah. I think Italian ones are bigger. Italian ones, there's a lot more of them. I don't know if they're necessarily bigger each, but we're we're, we're dawdling. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, anyway, Anne goes to Valentine uh, with, I guess, I don't know, she's got some kind of velvet cloth that she got from the tailor. Um, Captain? Yes. Uh, um, Are you ordering spiders, too? No, no. Uh, spiders are not my thing. Uh, I do not know how to command a spider, although it could be interesting. Anyway, uh, I was not uh, well familiar in your use of firearms, but and she uh, pulls the cloth off to reveal this like gilded tri-barrel turnover pistol. Uh, um, I hope that you do not have to use this. But if you do have to shoot somebody, uh, you can shoot them uh, three times and in style. And this looks amazing. It's a pretty simple mechanism. You just have to... She kind of indexes the barrels. and uh, It does need three different loads um, and uh, multiple different flints. But aside from that, uh, very quick. This is from me? Yes, yes. Um, or my my specific style. Are, this would just slow me down. Very well. Thank you for the gift. It is my honor, Captain. He takes the pistol, looking it over. I uh, do note that the engravings do not provide any tactical benefit. <laughs> they're they're simply for show. Uh, thank you, Anne. This is the best gift I've ever received. I'll bleed on it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was the plan. <laughs> All right. Uh, does it, is there a roll to blood something? There is. I have the blooding skill. All right. Roll resolve plus blood. Yeah, resolve plus blood. Be sure to resolve write. seems like the port thing. Be sure to write what that. The difficulty uh... is though. Eh, roll it. We can figure it out. <laughs> it's a small item. Although I don't it's know exactly how porta things. works. The more you, the better you make on the first roll, the easier it is for all future interactions with that item. Oh, by the way, everyone's Otherwise, drama dice. More meat everyone's drama dice are back. Yeah, yeah. I reset them at the end of the last game. Sure. Uh, twenty-three, which is something. Um, I bet I'm on the magic since this is actually something that's worth looking up. Lairdom port. Yeah, we should probably all just download the quick reference guides for magic, because this shit's complicated. Oh, I usually just have that PDF, the Sorcery School one. Oh, um, did you want to make any raises? Oh, I don't know. Uh, raises make it easier. Or raises are what makes it easier to get them. Uh, I don't know if I've... I guess it's not really clear. If I have time, I can keep trying the blood and blood better, can't I? Or does it say... Mm. I think it's that rather than just getting something for having a high score, you're basically banking that you'll get at least your raises, and then it starts uh, helping you. Yeah, if it won't be too hard to because you can basically do it. I'll just say that um, the role you get will have all of the raises you can get and still succeed. Okay, that so works. What do you roll? Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, you have just beaten the TN, so it is blooded. Okay. And I will de-blood my other pistol. Um, how many things do you have blooded now? Three. Okay. Your pistol and what other things? 
a pistol, sword, and uh, one of the daggers. Sure. That right. I need for the swordsman's tool. And, of course, TN-22. Oh, no, actually, I take it back. The messenger box is blooded, so I'll skip the dagger. Hmm. Sure. All right. You do it. It did the thing. Yep. It is a TN of 20 to bring it through a portal. Okay. And two actions. Okay. And if you guys like, you can go talk to Meredith. Flashing forward a bit. Yeah, Salvatore, sure. Salvatore begins following you guys around, staying eminently quiet. What's his like official reason to be there? Uh, he is Francesca Ragna's valet. Okay. He's also like a really good thief and criminal. But, but that might not be something he would tell Declan. Declan was like, "Yeah, what the fuck are you doing on my right. ship?" He also he, um, he has the skills to uh, sail it too. The driving the ship. Oh, he is a sailor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. He, yeah. he has he has some sailing skills, but what he'd probably tell you is, "Um, sir, I am Fra- Doña Francesca Daragna's personal servant, and may I say, I am very impressed that she is going so wide and global in her retinue of servants." <gasps> She's just gonna look back at him like, "What the fuck?" I am very impressed, Doña. Once noted, sir. Valentine's too busy spilling blood on his gun. Bloody servants. Declan, you're not. He's he's not. Quiet, woman. I already can't pay you. You be quiet. I'm supposed to owe you. You uh, be quiet. He shuts up. (laughs) Savatory smirks lightly. You stop it. Play nice. As you like, Donya. You can speak again, Declan. I, I believe he elects. <laughs> I believe he elects not to. Mm-hmm. You need to behave. I always do, don't ya? Mm. And then he he goes quiet again, following you guys around. There's a spider on his shoulder. She has one in her hand. She's just kind of petting, like one might a kitten. Are they furry or are they just yeah. like they're ba- they're they're more tarantula style? Yeah, they're furry. Except for the little one. Little one's Yeah, not. the little one's probably more like orb weaver type. Yeah, it's in her hair. They like it likes to stay up there. <laughs> it's a it's a <laughs> it's a vodachi thing. Mm-hmm. A fate witch thing at that. Only fate witches have spider which has spider pets. Ah, uh, I, I didn't trust vodachins before. Oh, you have to. Yeah, you you ha- you have to learn how to how to work with people when you deal in international trade. So I've always been more comfortable with a a position of mild authority. It doesn't matter if they're Vodachin or Surin or whatever, as long as they move their ass, I'm usually okay with it. It's good to have a crew again, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's go see if we can acquire one more. Alright, you make it back to the mayor's house, and he is smiling wide for once, sitting at his uh, dining room table with uh, Meredith, and they prepared a small opulent feast of fish and bread, and various preserves and fruit. A whole pile of grapes in there. Wow, that's pretty fancy. Yeah, yeah, we partake of the we partake of their hospitality in the most courteous yes. fashion. <laughs> they begrudgingly offer you hospitality. It didn't seem that begrudging. The feast was for them, was it? Oh, the, the way you described it, <laughs> I thought they had a spread laid out we for us. Sorry, up, they had prepared a feast. No, for yeah, us. we we totally won't. <laughs> yeah. As as you walk in, it becomes obvious that they'd hoped you would already be gone by now. I gotcha. <laughs> they um, 
they look over at you and begrudgingly offer you seats because um, Avalon hospitality is still a thing. Um, if, uh, if, if the uh, if the table setting was was not for more than two, uh, we can just be our business and uh, leave. If you like. Now then, what brings you back to my abode? Um, what was the name of the bodyguard again? Sorry. Meredith. Meredith. Uh, we came to uh, take up uh, Meredith on her, author- on her offer. She looks a little flustered. I simply meant to say that I certainly couldn't come along if I'd, I still had to be his bodyguard. Well, the choice is, yeah, the choice is yours. Uh, we would certainly, uh, we would certainly like to have you along. But if that cannot be arranged, then uh, that is that. Well, what can you offer me, and what can you offer Mayor Wolf in my stead? After all, I do still have a contract with him. Mm. Wolf, Wolf nods, but he his eyes appear receptive. Mm. Part of me is like about the metagame. It's like, well, we do have this Castilian princess who's very good with fire. <laughs> she does have her I mean, own to- set of bodyguards. <laughs> I mean, yeah, those we'll just, are we'll all just still people. Crew count negative two. Um, but yeah, not doing that. Let's say, I mean, I guess we're. She'll just continue to be sir not appearing on this boat. We're hiring her, I guess, as uh, like an armsman, armswoman. Uh, we do have a position for like that under Anne, don't we? Anne is like master gunner, but she could also oh, gunner, she could also yeah. be she could also be master at arms, but then that's like a lot of mastery. That's a lot of hats. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nadira goes into a brief trance. Nadira's back. Is that a crescent. Mm. Um, they say a poor connection like... to the spirit world is what causes it. <laughs> this sort of network of the ether, as it were. <laughs> Full of webs, I hear. <laughs> yes, I got it, Matt. <laughs> Full of all kind of webs, I hear. I hear it gets better if you talk to apples. <sighs> no, no, no. You gotta use it through. You gotta look at it through windows. Well, no way. You gotta route it. You gotta route it through an onion. I have regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I was regretting it up until that onion remark. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm perfectly content. <laughs> right then, do you? I, do you actually have anything to offer her, or are you willing to just are you going to just part ways? I mean, the only thing we have to offer her is like is our is shares. Um, Valentine's the one. Valentine's the one with the actual like hiring purse. And if he's not if he's not really into it, then he's not. He, I don't think he's going to necessarily pony up. Um, so all we can offer her is shares, and we don't have anything to offer the mayor to like take up her contract. Yeah. Unless we, we have give adventure. Him, we could take the mayor on an adventure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's let's ask. Well, uh, of course we could offer you. I don't know whatever standard you know. We could offer you uh, you a forty eighth. And uh, I guess it's really a question. What do you want? She looks a little puzzled. I don't know. Why don't you head out? And if you ever make it back to Kanguin, you have a house here, of course, and we may be able to negotiate that later. But for now, it seems like you're still making your way out there. Sure. Another time, perhaps. Besides, I expect that there will be people making attempts on Wolf's life. Wolf looks a little alarmed. Do you know something he doesn't? Usually. Oh, if that's the case, then uh, enjoy the food. Points at the mirror. Uh, but watch the cups, though, I suppose. <laughs> it's out. Oh, actually, before they head out, Anne will, uh, Anne will walk up to... will we'll, uh, approach the mayor's table. 
Um, since you did, uh, since you did help us out, uh, I thought I could repay you with this. And she uh, pulls out a uh, a, a nice looking uh, tri corner hat with a feather in it. Places it before the mayor. He dr- he he drops it on his rather hat haired head with a smile. <laughs> Thank you kindly. You're always welcome back in Kanguin, at least by the official governing forces of it. Acquired home base, Kanguin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, well, we will be off then. Oh, we should actually check out our house before we leave. Do you actually have a house? I didn't know we did. Yeah, he, 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 he actually uh, hands you a deed as you're walking out that he mentioned he was going to give to you. Is it, is it, is it a, a ghost house? It is not ghost house. Good. In fact, technically speaking, he doesn't have the authority to give that to you. Who has Since that deed? Does anybody... It's it's still underwritten to a previous mayor who uh, ends the inheritance systems for the governing governorship do not cross it, it, between nations. It, it uh, technically is a sovereign territory of the Montai right now. Yeah, the Montaigne have a claim to it, and he doesn't want to mess with that right now. <laughs> like, it is an exclave of Montaigne, technically. <laughs> That's why there's just that giant open wound in reality. Yeah. So that all the musketeers can just fly in and out. <laughs> oh, and I should mention that as you guys, um, as you guys have been going around the town doing your errands, you know, this has become a less hostile place. The people are always at least somewhat friendly, but things seem easier here, less complicated to deal with. Oh, so we're actually seeing the effects of the curse being broken. Mm-hmm. People seem to be interacting a little more politely. Fewer people are getting pushed into the sea. <laughs> Things of that nature. There's only one fist fight out of a tavern per day. <laughs> Some people would say the town's really gone downhill. Depending who you ask. Let's see. Right, so what, what's our house look like? I am actually looking that up right now. It is in the book. Well, it is. I know. I just, I like, that's what I like about Seven Seas. You can just, it's just got so many like weird plot hooks in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is uh it is sitting directly next to it is basically one building away from the sea. So near it's on the docks. Uh we maybe we can eventually own buy some part of the docks and then turn this into our complete base of operations. You've uh you've heard from a few sailors you've asked about it that there's rumors that it's cursed, but this one appears to be legitimately like a sailor superstition. <laughs> Yeah, let's say everything is cursed. Yeah, and it's I guess p- we we have a fate witch with us to see if there's actually a curse on the place. <laughs> I don't think Sorta actually covers that jurisdiction. Well, I you can tell there's a Sorta curse on it. Only Sorta kinda. Mm-hmm. Eh? Eh? <laughs> Does being faithful allow me to detect curses? Um, I doubt it. I believe that there is a further faith advantage that does that in the... Uh, the Inquisition book. What about the Lens of Truth? Does the Lens of Truth reveal any curses? You got the Lens of Truth, Matt? Do you have it? Do you have it on you? Do you have the Lens of Truth? I always have it. It's a it's a tiny lens. It fits in my bag next to my notebook. I'm so proud of you, Matt. And my 13 guns. <laughs> and and your giant ball and chain and your twin hook shots. And, and my mech repair kit. And your deck. So... It, the place is a little bit shoddy, and you've heard that uh, it's 
the original owner disappeared under odd circumstances, but you couldn't get the truth of it out of anybody. It's um, it, it appears to need about a thousand gildren repairs to be like a usable, say, turn it into a shop or something. But it's four walls and a roof. Yeah, we could fix it up and then rent it out. Yeah, it could be an investment. In fact, I think the Vendel book has rules for investments. Probably. Again, it's been a while since I've read the Vendel book. No, that's fine. <laughs> we can talk about that later if we need to. It's got a lot of rules for like merchantry because that's the big thing about Vendel. Right. That's basically the only thing about Vendel. <laughs> that and the gun school. Right. Rasmussen. Don't they also have the uh, cane school? Um, I don't remember. I know the Vestin has the... I think they do, yeah. I know the Vestin has the battle axe school, which I almost wanted to make a Vestin character just so I could have the, just so I could have a battle axe skill. <laughs> Correction, one of the battle axe schools. <laughs> uh, Vendel Vestin. They have a harpoon school, a long sword and shield, right, fencing sword, and lantern, broadsword oh, yeah. or axe. Right, they forgot they have the fencing hand- lantern. I forgot about uh, that school. Yeah. Hand axe, fencing sword, sword cane, and two long swords. Sword cane's pretty sweet. It's called Swanson. Yep. Half Banson is the harpoon school. Yeah, whaling's still legal now. That would get stuff oil. Where else would we go find oil? In the ground? I've actually I've actually run a game that had a character that used the harpoon the harpoon school. That sounds awesome. He lodged the harpoon in a guy and then he used the uh Lairdum lightning to as a lightning rod. Ooh. Wow. That's one way to assure they die. That's you get it. a drama die for that. Yeah, you got a drama die for that. <laughs> Not for the initial stab, but for the combination attack. But yeah. It seems like as though most of your loose ends are tied up in Kangwin, unless you have anything else you want to bring up. No, I think we're no, I think we're solid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So at the end of the week, you are given the official Wells and Sons, uh, the Wells and Sons bill of approval from Timothy Brackish, and he off and you are free to set sail. With uh, Wanda San Cristobal still up in the crow's nest, the crew appears not too long before you have to to ship out. Some of them appearing quite drunk. Declan will apply uh, the appropriate amount of uh, corporal punishment needed to rectify the situation. The he's situation gonna, is rectified. <laughs> he's going to, yeah, he's going to invoke the chain. He of will command. give it a shot. <laughs> oh, how much should I pay to make sure that we have goods via Penguin so that we can definitely get to Ben? Oh, um, provisions for the journey. It's not a particularly long journey. So I say 20 giller for the whole ship. I don't actually know what provisions cost. Cool. I'll try that. Yeah, they're listed somewhere in the book. So, okay, are we on our way to Venable? Yeah. Uh, the crew is punished appropriately, and you set sail (laughs) eastward. (laughs) You do not punch them hard enough that they are no longer drunk, but you punch them hard enough that they won't be next time. So you know, it's a it's a nice sweet spot for punching. You have you've not punched them hard enough that they are not drunk, but you also have not punched them hard enough that they are now ugly. <laughs> uh, wow. I thought you were gonna say punch drunk. These are all just I'm just real happy to be a part of all of this. I know. You started it. It's great. Thank you. Thank you guys. We all have to make up this for all. the lack of Zach. This is all I wanted. Uh, oh um right. 
since this is not Scandinavia, does it get like super cold as we head up there or? Uh... Right. Avalon is always an exception for its part of the, uh, for its northness. And the rumor goes that that's partially because of the Avalon, but partially because of the sheep. And yes, as you start moving towards, uh, Vendel territory, it does, a certain briskness does enter the air, even in the midst of, uh, even in the midst of the spring. Guess who has warm weather conditioning and forgot to buy a coat? There's, there's, uh, over the course of the next few days, there are times you can even see your breath hanging in the air. Francesca can give Nadiri a cloak to wear. She has a couple. No, we just, we dropped the ice cube that was Nadiri into the sea, because it's bad luck to bury her. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what is it? I have the sensitive bones thing. Does that do anything for the weather? Um, it gives you plus five to mm-hmm. predicting the weather. Ah, oh, that's kind of cool. But that's mainly a thing for, uh, for Vestin, because they, their magic cares a lot about the weather. Yeah, it's my, I have it listed as just plus one kept on weather rolls. Right. There is a, there is specific, there's specifically a skill called weather. Yeah, it's an advanced gotcha. snack in the sailor school, at least. Uh, I assume maybe gotcha. some ca- uh, cafe people are also skilled with weather, what with what I know of Chinese history. I think there might be some background in cafe you can get with that. Can, can you be a weather wizard? I think you can, actually. Can you There's be Leon? Probably not specifically. <laughs> well, Because he yeah, probably already he probably exists. Already exists. Yeah. Zupel Jangly. <laughs> no, what they did was uh, combine Juge Leong and Sung Zhu. <laughs> make the ultimate Chinese tactician. <laughs> right. So, you notice after a little while that the air starts to calm down a little bit. It's still cold, but, you know, survivably so. As you approach the actual Scandinavian Isles. Or the Vestin Isles. The <laughs> Scandinavia does, well... Unless you're talking about Denmark, doesn't have islands. You're met by a rather large man-of-war ship that that flies its uh, negotiating colors and appears to have a Vendel flag atop it. By the way, have we ever decided on what our flag, our coat of flag looks like? We did not. We'll figure something suitable out, though. Yeah. Maybe a not skull fly with near bones Vendel. in its eyes. Maybe not fly it near Vendel, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's probably not relevant at the moment. <laughs> it, it would cause more trouble then. So they hail us, or yes, they they they're on approach, but with uh, non-threatening signaling. Tech, look at the single four flags out. <laughs> go up to the captain. Uh, tell them that they're that they've been hailed. Yeah, we'll go. We'll go meet them. So I guess Tech will signal you know, signal back. Approach at such and such a bearing or whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's not long before the uh, man of war comes around and pulls up beside you as you uh, pivot your way towards uh, as you pivot your way towards the port of Kirk. And uh, a actually, since it's a rather taller ship than yours, they open up a side door in the deck and put out a <laughs> connection plank. Deck, I'll give a quick look to the captain just to make sure it's okay before he uh, you know sets it in place or whatever. He'll nod and motion to set it down. Yeah, they they drop the boarding plank and um, a man in a rather elegant black admiral's uniform comes out. He's a no nonsense looking man with wrinkles under his eyes and a uh, and a rather long blonde beard. Uh, hello, no bow. <clears throat> he bows slightly is... and extends a hand. 
Yeah, Valentine extends his hand as well. And shakes. He shakes you. <sighs> Welcome aboard. What can we do for you? Uh, yes, I am Admiral Braun. I am simply here to note down your business with the Vendel League. Uh, it occurs to me, how illegal are Cerneth artifacts? Not exceptionally. Okay. It, dep- it depends where you're trafficking. If you, they are illegal to study in Castile. However, uh, the Vendel League doesn't mind too much as long as you don't interfere with the Cerneth market there. Mm-hmm. Also, isn't it like illegal to study anything in Castile? Yes. Because of the Vendel League? Yes, but uh, be- partially because of their uh, their philosophies and partially because of their alliance with Aizen, the Vendel are staunch objectionists, typically. Well, isn't Aizen still mixed? It's anything like yes, Aizen's I- about half and half. Yeah. As just the Thirty Years War just ended. Right. The War of the Roses. That was a different <laughs> war. Very true. <laughs> That that involved the that involved the House of Two Doors and Sento Kaiba and <laughs> yes, the you dude, are half you know, right. You had to go on for a second there. <laughs> no, he's right. Actually, no, there is a game. <laughs> you are the Duelist of the Roses. It's a real game. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's the Windsors versus the Tudors, and the Tudors won. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes, uh, generally speaking, the if there is any form of state religion for the Vendel, it's probably objectionist, and so they don't have nearly the same restrictions on trade. In fact, you don't really have anything illegal on the ship, ex- ship except perhaps a Jolly Roger that you've been working on. This seems like a terrible time to have it there, but not ready. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it, and just hangs it up in her secret laboratory. <laughs> In the bowels of the ship. Sticker that says, bumper sticker that says outlaw in training. Bumper sticker that says hunting for booty. Maybe on board? Mind my way. Our, our, our weed relief bumper sticker. <laughs> Vape life. <laughs> oh, that might not go here because if, if they're tobacco traders, they're all in the hands of big analog. <laughs> Yes. What's an- anyway. big analog not telling us? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. This is uh, Admiral. Welcome aboard. Uh, we're the Phantom Rain. We're here to study artifacts. We have one we wish to have appraised. He nods to uh, someone sit- standing beso- beside him with a rather large ledger book. I, I see. Cerneth artifact, you say? Mm, I believe so. Size, sort, danger? Mm, no known danger. Small contraption. Hand-sized. Uh, incomplete and non-functional. All right. Sorry, just a formality. The last time we did not ask, it turned out to be a uh, a rather large cannon. No, nothing of the sort. It appears to be a puzzle box or some trinket. Understood. And we cannot offer you any connections to particular entities, but it is not a problem if you wish to have it examined in Vendel. Thank you, Admiral. Anything to declare? Oh. Besides the no. artifact, of course. No declarations? We're a sailing ship. Would you submit to a cursory examination? Simply for yes, security purposes. Very yes, well. Admiral, Thank you. I believe so. Thank you. And he uh he whistles loudly through two fingers and a number of uh a number of uniformed black clad sailors walk onto your ship and start examining the lower decks. 
they don't seem very friendly, but they are. They also aren't going out of their way to knock things out of place or anything. That's good. After about 15 minutes of standing awkwardly with Admiral Braun on your ship, the, uh, the, the men walk past him in rank file, nodding as they enter back into the man of war. He nods in return just as the, his assistant finishes writing in his ledger. All right, everything appears to be in order. Be careful with those spiders. She's going to look up like with a very curious look like why, petting them protectively. He, he raises an eyebrow with the first indication of any form of emotiveness or quirk to his voice. They are large spiders. If you are so used to them that you don't know why that might be a problem, then you need to be doubly careful. They're tame. It took until Vendel to find another sensible man. <laughs> She'll just nod. They're very tame. I am sure. Does she, like, start petting and cooing at them? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she loves them. She's had them since babyhood. You don't have to don't have to take that from that mean man. I am familiar with what they mean culturally. <laughs> I am familiar with what they mean culturally. However, just be careful to not have them end up with a crossbow bolt in them. We do not need an international incident. I will try as such. Absolutely. He nods. As you were, Fantoma Rain. And he walks back across the boarding plank. They pull it back in, put up the side door. Change the flag all within the span of about two minutes, and they float it on off into a guard pattern on the Vendel territory. I believe that was the nicest customs inspection we've ever had. Also our first. Salvatore walks up. Well, of course, the the Vendel are renowned for being friendly to business. It It would not do to offend a potential business partner. Yes, or find a potential opportunity. Indeed. He looks, he scowls a bit when he's talking about Vendel. Be nice. I don't hold to any of those thoughts that Vendel, about the Vendel. So you shouldn't either. Uh, looking this guy up, does he look to be, does he look to be Vendel or Vestin in origin? Braun? Yeah. Completely Vendel. All right. I figured as much since he was asking us for custom stuff and not just, you know, trying to kill us. Right. (laughs) Not just immediately trying and, to kill everybody he, on the ship. And he was wow, and he was in a man of war instead of a longboat. Why do the Vodachians hate Vendel again? Is it just over trade stuff? Uh Vendel and I suppose Numa are both trying very hard to be the center of trade for Thea. Yeah, and the, and, be, that's and right. because Vodachi is so split up, Vendel is starting to win. Also, anytime somebody tries to attack them, they just use their nine million Eisen mercenaries to fight them off. Yeah, they just they they just buy soldiers. Yeah, it's why Vestin it's why Vestin has doesn't have a chance of taking them out. <laughs> something something Age of Empires three something something Lands Connect. Oh yeah, that's my that's one of my favorite words. Cause it's just like it's ooh, cool. I wonder if in ver- in second edition if we're gonna get the Polish pikemen because those are some of the best pikemen in the whole world. I mean, it's just still the age of prob- pikemen uh, since we do predate. Yeah, since we and do predate bayonets. Only, and I believe the only picture of the Sarmatian Commonwealth that's released has two pikemen in the background. Yes, <laughs> pikemen are the best. That can Poland into space. Anyway, Not right now. <laughs> but yeah, you continue on. I imagine. Yeah. Nothing yeah. appears to be missing from the customs inspection or anything. Of course. Gonna go down and put things back in the right order. 
yeah, things have only been slightly moved to make sure that you're not hiding poisons or any such thing. Yeah. Time to remake your beds, lads. Yep, basically. So she, she's going down there and reorganizing everything that she had in a very certain way. Yep, and before long, you make landfall on the brisk rock, the brisk rock beaches and docks of uh, of one of the lesser, essentially a small dock village that is within sight of the capital of Kirk. We fired the thunder mug to make our entrance, or to make our presence known. There's a small grumbling from the town below. Always with, the, always with the thunder mug. Thunder mug is also known as a sounding cannon. It's how you, in certain cases, it's how you announce that you're, you know, how you announce the land that you're coming. It's just a big, it looks like a mug and you just basically fill it with black powder and set it off and it just makes a really loud uh, bang. It's a cannon that sounds. Yeah. That would also it be a fast. That blank, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I assume that you use your, you, what are you doing with your crew? Probably leaving land. them to manage the ship. I mean, like, I assume there's, cause it's not like we have any cargo to offload or anything. So, you know, aside from leaving some, just make sure no one nicks our personal possessions. They can, you know, uh, probably like organize shore leave and shifts. Sure. Alright, you said something up. Not too hard, just curious if you had any particular strategy with them. Alright. So, you start making your way out onto the village, and everyone seems somewhat friendly. They keep to themselves mostly, but everyone is polite enough. No one appears to be mad that you're here or anything. By the way, Nadira is wearing all three of her sets of clothing, clothing in layers at once. A couple of people Fra- chuckle at that, but they chuckle good-naturedly. Francesca would have given her a cloak if she if if she wants one. She can have one of her cloaks. No, she can take this. Yes, I'm guessing Declan's got some kind of peacoat-looking thing. Yeah, no, Francesca. It's this cold to require it. Yeah, ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Declan is the person the college hipsters are referencing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, That's no, why the college hipsters only like... partake in bare knuckle boxing. <laughs> I knew some hipsters that did that. I, I still it. like that there's there's a specific version of bare knuckle boxing uh, called the Irish stand down, which is um, literally like you're not allowed to move, dodge, or block. It's just Rochambeau except with your head instead of your nuts. Yeah, it's 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 just punch face. The long I believe the longest match of it went on for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with punch face. <laughs> yeah, well, except for all the, the brain problems. Except for the brain damage. <laughs> except for the brain damage. Bare, bare knuckle boxing is legendarily safer than non-bare knuckle boxing. I guess, yeah, your, your hands are more likely to break first. And also yeah, the person's basically the face. Idea. Basically, you're more likely to know when you're injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of just being concussed later. Um, oh yeah, so are we said. are we moving in a unified pattern? Or are we kind of splitting up to search things out? Or are we moving as a unit? Or are we splitting up? Good question. Um, I guess in any case, uh, Captain, if I may, I have some personal business to attend to. Absolutely. Thank you. And she will head off to uh, she'll head off to meet up with some invisible college contacts about multiple things. All, All right, right, Captain. What is our what is going to be our course of action? Well, I have some contacts here in the city for certain artifacts. 
the Fae didn't really give us that much information to go on, so... So we'll end up where we want to be. That's how these things often work. Yes. If you are needed on the ship, then your time is your own. Well, until you, we need to move, I am not needed on the ship. Do you know where there's a warm place around here? I imagine you can find many places with a hearth, but... To this point, Declan, for having keen senses, you notice something. I have it too. Oh, sir. Francesca, you have it too. You both notice it. Um, you take a look out of the ship at Kirk, and you notice in the mountains to the northwest of it, there is a... Between those mountains, there is a long plains between that and Kirk. And on the mountains, there appears to be some form of fire. A bonfire, it looks like, putting black smoke into the air. Um, does that mean anything? Anore left. Oh, damn. I didn't I forgot that she left. Oh, yeah. Ask her later. She knows a lot of things. She's kind of from here. Exactly. I wonder Beyond if Beyond my realm like of something. knowledge. Mine as well. I mean, these are the... Like, we're in the, the area with the sensible folk, right? So... I don't know. It doesn't actually make it worse. Maybe there are nomads up there? This place does seem... Uh, if I'm right, this if I remember right, this place does have nomads. Uh, nomads is a word. Some might prefer barbarian. That seems offensive. It is. Um, actually... I suppose uh, people in the town would know better than us. Um, go have a look if you like. I don't know what us any of you have to do here, but I could. Uh, I'm good at uh, finding my way. I could potentially scout out that area. <laughs> you sure it'll be even colder up there? Yeah, the cold I winds will bite. It. Well, the cold winds might take your nose off. That's why I have my shirt over it. <laughs> uh, just be careful. I'm well. I'll be fine. So if you need me anywhere else, Captain. I'll contact you. I'll at least go check out the base of those mountains. Right, so who's going where? Declan's doing his usual town canvassing. Alright, so you're going to be looking for rumors and crew, maybe? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, if he hired on people's crew now, he'd have to pay them for not doing anything. Right. So... Uh, sure. Or at least, you know, mind them. So, uh, right sure. now... Make some make some sort of rumor-mongering check. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll socialize, so, I suppose. Sure, that works. And that's what's right? Yeah. Twelve. Twelve. You get the basic... The most basic of rumors. That uh, people are starting to wonder if that's the bonfire of a Vestin raiding party. That a common thing? Around here? Certainly not. That was, yeah, that was the impression I received. This is deep, deep Vendel territory. You have to forgive me, uh, yeah. Not from these parts, that wasn't immediately obvious. Uh, ca- Captain dr- uh, dragged us to, to here for somebody to have a look at something of his. Uh, don't you, shouldn't like your constables or military or something be having a look at that? We don't see much of a reason for it. The Vestin are, are you very- confident or are they cowardly? The Vestin are very powerful. But they are not very subtle. The town guard is mobilized at all times and is vast in its numbers. If the vest, if the, if that is a Vestin party and they begin to move, the town guard will be on them and be able to set up a defensive position 
as it stands, running into them would be suicide. Ah, of course, of course. At least that's so, what what I so know of the Vestin. Run of the mill thing, that I, I suppose. Uh, always good to be prepared. No one knows better how to deal with the for- uh, deal with Vestin than former Vestin. Of course. All right. Let's see, Nadire and Francesca, what are you up to? Francesca, don't really have much for you in terms of shopping, but you, no, en- you end up... Gonna also, she's going to a high-end shop to hear what the higher-end people are saying also. She's curious what they're thinking and if there's any common rumors to the town as well. Right. So Fine, the higher-end people... The higher-end people would be in uh, the town of Kirk itself. Okay. Which you, which you can get to with no real problem. The customs inspection was done on the sea. Yeah. Which actually sends you off in the same direction as Anne and uh, the captain. So for now, we're going to go with Nadira. Okay. Nadira, you managed to walk over the uh, the peatish, mossy plains, dodging rocks here and there, dodging little sinkholes here and there, climbing over some pecu- climbing over some peculiar brown rocks, and you see a mountain ahead of you that towers up above, and you see people about halfway up it with bonfires and tents. Hmm. What do the uh, towers look like? Uh, towers? Yeah, towers. You mentioned towers. Uh, I mentioned bonfires and tents. Oh, I thought you said... No, you said towers, right? When did I say towers? You might have said towers of smoke. Um, towers of smoke, yes. Okay. Towers of black smoke. Alright, uh, what, what can she see from over here? Um... From here, you can see um, you can see that some of the tiny, almost ant-sized from here figures. Some of them are shirtless, which seems peculiar in this weather. Do they gonna die? Yeah, it seems Whoa. peculiar. <laughs> yeah, that a number of them are not wearing shirts. Strong Vestin men, no need shirt. No need pronouns either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pronouns. And, and also, rather peculiarly, it doesn't. There doesn't seem to be any sort of sensible mountain path that goes to them from another side of the mountain. So it seems like they climb there with their equipment. And how far away from it, from me is the camp? The camp is how far away is the camp from me? Um, about a hundred feet up steep mountain. Okay, she'll try and climb to at least get a closer view of it. All right, uh, that'll be I believe climbing is a skill. That'll be brawn plus climbing. I have climbing. By the power of climbing, actually, I have the climb. Actually, a hundred feet is a lot to go, so let's call that resolve plus climbing. Right. Put put those dance legs to work. <laughs> uh, do I get any penalties from warm weather conditioning, or does that only apply if I fall? Um, what does warm weather conditioning do? Uh, warm weather conditioning. Uh, it says uh, I uh take a minus uh one. Uh, one k zero wounds in in hot weather plus one k zero in cold weather. I think applying to weather usually. Oh, um, minus one k zero wounds. Yeah. Okay, then no, that only apply if you start taking damage for some reason. Yeah. And does it uh is it completely just uh weather damage or is it? Um, I suppose it probably would be weather damage. It wouldn't make you like physically frailer, at least not to that point. So yeah, the weather like, starts I don't know if there up. are rules for like frostbite and sunburn. Or, uh, there, there absolutely are. <laughs> there's exposure rules. Look, there's rules for. Then those probably are what they're for. Yeah. Yeah. 
but for now it's not especially with your good clothing it's not nearly bad enough for you to start getting frostbite a three layers plus undergarments yeah right so resolve uh so that's four keep two you know i'll spend a drama die on this sure uh 27 nice all right you start pulling yourself up the rock wall, managing to hop over here to th- from here to there to different, slightly less steep angles. You start seam walking like you do in the Skyrims. <laughs> well, it'd be better, better if she had a horse. Yeah. At one point, know, you put just, your hand on... Sorry, what's up? No, I just put all my... Uh, I, I just climb on the convenient crevices all the way up, you know? Like the conveniently yeah. jutting out rocks and... You know, that usually color-coded, it looks slightly different than the rest of the rocks. At one point, you're forced to make a jump from one rock outcropping to another. And as you grab on with both hands, the rock comes free under one of your hands and falls. And you're hanging off of your fingernails from one hand. But you manage to pull yourself back up and keep climbing. And we will get back to you in a second. Oh, man. Uh, This is probably not how it happens, but... I just imagine her climbing up an ice wall with her scimitars. <laughs> <laughs> just dulling them more. Listen, I can get the Anna to sharpen them. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, all the sharpening she does when she's gunsmithing. She can probably blacksmith occasionally. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll get the I'll get the super bodyguard to sharpen them. He, he seems like can. both. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, we will get back to you in a second. So, Kirkfolk, you eventually catch up with each other since you didn't leave at very different times. And, Valentine, you are sent to a particular artifact shop in the center of Kirk from your recommendation. It gave you brief directions on how to get there, too, from the city gates. Okay. And who's with? Um, you have uh, Anne a little bit ahead of you and Francesca a little bit behind you. Is Anne going to the same place or not? Well, that's the thing. As it turns out, yes, you are. You both end up <laughs> going into the same artifact shop. Is it like a secret entrance to the Invisible College? So, Anne, you recognize this place as a safe house codenamed The Tower. And there's indeed a secret passageway out the back into a research facility. All right. Um, she will, I don't know, make the appropriate nod and like pull the pull the fourth book on the shelf or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, the secret uh, that, entrance is like. <laughs> Thor is the, my favorite god. The man, the man behind the desk, you don't know his name exactly. He goes by a pseudonym to everyone. Uh, he nods and lets you pass Valentine and walks straight pa- straight past the desk she walks and into the back the of the desk, place. Flipping end over end, uh, clipping through the wall. <laughs> one of her feet while, gets while stuck. Plays. One, of her, one of her feet gets stuck and starts jiggling endlessly. <laughs> that's that's the uh that's the Skyrim experience I remember. <laughs> uh just kinda hang around the front and uh let her go. Yep, and makes it out. And meanwhile, Francesca, they go in there, but you're also in the market district with them. Alright. You can go elsewhere if you like. Yeah. She's going to just try and uh figure out somewhere that is not like the priciest place in town, but still high end enough. And she's wearing a nice enough set of clothing that she'll look like she fits in there. Not that she really doesn't, but um, 
she's mostly probing. Like she's like, oh, I'm gonna get a few tunics and and pants and blah blah blah. What what? So what is up? What's the news about this town? And da 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 da. Figure out what she can about Kirk in general from the elite. No spiders. She huh? left those on the on the ship because she figured people might not like them. So generally speaking, they're pretty friendly folk, the Vendel. However, you do get some cold stares here and again. Mm, yes, not unexpected. They don't appear to be very hospitable. However, mm-hmm. they do they do tell you here and they do tell you here and again that uh, they tell you the same things that Declan heard back in the other city that there's worries that Vestin are attacking, but otherwise it's business as usual according to them. There's no political gossip or anything? None that they're willing to talk about. Damn. Gossip appears to be looked down, looked somewhat down upon. Alright. That's no just me, the scandalous Vidachin. Winning no gossip and things. don't like them. No fun. Exactly. No. True. But she's going to be very good-natured and pay well and everything and have the things sent to the ship and thank them so much for their time and just try to be the best Vidachin they'll ever meet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So they they you get a little bit of gossip out of them, but not much really. Ah. Let's see. Meanwhile, Valentine, you are quickly seen by the uh by the worker at the front of the place, and he beckons you over to get whatever business you want in. Yeah, he'll uh he'll see inquire about making an appointment with the resident surrogate expert. He nods somewhat. That would be me. Certain meth experts, you say. How may I help you? I'm looking to have this appraised and learn what it is. I see. And he looks at you appraisingly as if to uh, try and discover if you're good people or not. Of course I am. Do you have any way of proving that to him? Um, not especially. All right. I mean, I've got a swordsman guild pin, or uh, I don't really know the customs. And your reference paper. Yeah, the reference paper. Yeah, he looks at that, chuckles lightly. Oh, that old fool. But yes, let me have a look. Just admit, I've had better starts to such interactions. I apologize? Well, then to say he's a fool for sending me to you. Oh, no, no, no. He's just, he is an old friend. But, but yes. Let me see this and I will see if I can tell you what is happening. Well, it appears to have a fifth of a map on it. A map of Greater Thea. And the back of it appears to be Setine in origin. Clockwork. Back appears to be what? Setine. Okay, is that a recognizable name? Um, how, do you know anything about Cerneth? Uh, only a little bit. You may have heard it here and there, but it doesn't mean a whole lot to you. You may have heard it in re- in connection with some artifacts. I'm currently looking for the other pieces of the map. I see. Well, where did you get this one? I found it in a port town in Avalon. I see, and it is the westernmost part of the map. Perhaps each part of the map was left in its respective portion of the continent. Tough to say. Well, then I suppose there must be a northern part, no? Also hard to say. It could be 
there's a number of ways it could interlock. It could be the north parts, or it could be another slightly more eastern sliver of the map. Without knowing the size of the others, it's difficult to say also if there are four or five pieces. Well, I've heard stories of where two may, two parts may be the fourth or potential fifth. I know less about. Well, are there any pirates that operate here? He looks at you a bit worriedly. No, no, never. We have privateers, but but pirating pirating is looked very down upon. Very good, as it should be. He tries hard not to wink. He looks uncomfortable. He doesn't know if you're coming on to him or not. Maybe. Let's see where the night goes. Anyway. Well, thank you. I may be back with a compatriot later. I see. She may be able to have a better conversation with you. And who might that be? Uh, Anne Holmes. Holmvik? Holmvik, sorry. Ah, uh, yes, I, I know Anne. She, she works with you? She just walked past it. Yeah, she's already in your uh, back room. Yes, I noticed that much. But yes, she does. All right. Then, if you ever need more, once you get more pieces, then feel free to come back and I may have more insight for you. Thank you very much. Let's see. Yeah, he'll, he'll probably just wait outside for uh, Anne. Okay. Anne, what are you up to? Um, she's going to, I guess, uh, check in with, uh, with, well, first off, she has all the, she has all these notes about the lighthouse in Avalon, uh, that probably sure. that she wants to, I don't know, share or whatever. Um, all the, sure. all the engravings and whatever, so we can rub it in the face of the Explorers Guild. Um, <laughs> sure. And also, I don't know, the patent and design for the, for the truth lens that allowed her to make her way through the, make her way through ghost house. <laughs> Sure. Which there, is, I guess, you, the you true know entrance of the lighthouse. Yeah. You uh, you managed to get down into the trap door behind the place and go into a rather large underground research facility, number of libraries lit by lantern and candlelight. Of course. And, uh, and of course, you know a few people here that would be happy to receive that information, start sorting through it for you, copy it down into their books. Um, and then, I guess, uh, ask, about the, ask about this mining operation. If anybody knows about it, uh, from Heinrich. Sure. You gonna go me up with Heinrich? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I could meet him. I have his name here. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, he's you hanging. be old buddies with him. Yeah, he's, he's, he's around in the library. Ah, Anne, wonderful to see you. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got your letter, uh. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Very, uh. So. I guess, yeah. Are, I hate to ask, but are, are you in good standing with the college right now? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, or. He puts his hands up. Far be it for me to assume. I have not. Uh, I have not received any uh, any notice or declaration. I see. I see. Well, that is good. Although, also not good. Oh. You see, remember how your patent application got hung up for your blacksmithing? Yeah. Well, someone beat you to the patents. Hmm. There is another obvious question that I'm waiting for you to ask, and I'm not going to like giving you the answer to it. So, who holds the patent? The company to which you're in debt has elected to take it in lieu of some of the payments. So, this operation, then, it will not pay anything out, then? At least for me. 
unless you can work something out with him. I can certainly try. And unfortunately, he elected to keep the patents private. Of course. His company would have the only rights to such a method of smithing. Right, right. Of course. Well, then, I will try to work something out. Uh, it seems the deck is, uh, as they say, stacked against me against in this one. But it would I... be the first time, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is hard to find research funding these days. But perhaps I can figure something out. I I will figure something out. Never you worry, Heinrich. I am very capable. Uh, but so you don't want to hear about the other complication then? Oh, what is the other complication? I did not know there are multiple complications. Well, it would not do to say it over the letter. Yeah, yeah, so... Give me yeah, I have the bad news, give me the worst news. Remember how I mentioned the rather large mineral rights? Yeah. They sit atop an old Veston graveyard. Hmm. Is this why there is the uh actually did Anna Anna she hasn't seen that, has she? She doesn't know about the bonfires. Right. <laughs> that does not put well are there um are they prospecting around there? Well, there is a company that is still attempting to prospect it. And they are, they have reported no problems. The Vestind are very, uh, aggressive when it comes to territory, as I'm certain you know. Towers of black smoke have been seen in the mountains. Um, so yes, they, they are aware they're planning to tell as much as they plan. And I've also heard rumors through the Vendel spy networks that the Vestin are searching for a man, but they do not know who. The search has begun only recently. That is a that that's a curious rumor to go around. That no one knows who the man is. No, at least no Vendel. But they are probably searching for no Vendel. Then I would suspect this seems to be a uh, um. Yes, this is a precarious situation. But, uh, danke for the information. I, sh- um, I will talk to the, um, what, what is the company? What is the mining company? Or the metallurgy company, I guess? Um, well, the, there's a bank and a mining company. The bank is who you owe the money to and the patent to, and the mining company is getting the mineral excavation rights. Right. Okay, so okay, so the bank the bank actually owns the patent and the and the money. Okay, right. Uh, which bank is it? Um, the big there, one. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably just gonna say some small independent investor. Okay, that's fair. Uh, say Olinson Private Investment. <laughs> okay, and then um and then what is the what is the mining company? Do we know that? Uh, Sigloff mineral concerns. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for this information. I I will take it up with um, Olinson and Sigloff accordingly. I wish you only the best. Danke. Uh, good luck. Good research. And you as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I expect to be in port for a bit. Um, with the uh, the Fantomarine. If you need, uh, if you need to find me, uh, I may be around there, or somebody from the ship no. can find me. 
Noted. Best of luck, Anne. Yeah, I shall be seeing you around. Right. And given that, I'm going to hop back to Nadira. Nadira, yeah. your, your hands are shivering and starting to, uh, starting to come a bit weak from just the cold rock sapping the heat out of them. But eventually you can feel a burst of warmth as you throw your hand over the next ridge. And as you pull yourself up, you can feel, uh, the heat of a nearby fire. It's almost as comforting as the bows that are being drawn in your direction are unsettling. Oh, I was hoping they would not notice. But so, uh, she won't fully pull herself up yet. What are these guys holding with the bows and the stuff? There's about four people with bows. The rest have their hands on axes at their sides. These guys are, if you're, these guys are your typical Vikings in various state of warrior dress. She will say in Avalon, hoping they understand Avalon. Just passing through. They give you cold looks, and one man steps forward, hefting a great sword on his shoulder. She'll pull herself up at this point. Through to where? He looks very, very skeptical. To the other side. (laughs) You've never Uh, thrown, climbed, climbed the mountain just to see if you could? Of course. However, there is no need to lie to us. You were curious, were you not? It would be suicide to attack us alone, equipped as you are, with no climbing equipment. So I know you're not here to kill us. Gee, I must admit the smoke cloud did pique my curiosity at this point. She'll take her, you know, her, uh, uh, shirt, uh, you know, uh, shirt away from her nose. And probably reveal she is very much not from here. Right. Hmm. Crescent. Do you have a problem with that? Very little, actually. You are one of our... You are one of the few entities we have no alliance or grudge with. Well, we come from different sides of the Earth. Indeed. Now then, I'm, I must admit I'm impressed that your curiosity brought you a hundred feet up a rock wall. So I can at least give you the benefit of my name. I am Skullig Olafsson of Larsfolk. Do you mind if I just call you Skullig? That suits me well. I, then I am, uh, uh, Nadir Faladid Demir. You can just call me Nadir. Very well. Now what brings you to our abode in the mountains? What is this place? This is our war camp. I know. Which we we shall use it to prepare for essentially what you would imagine. Any particular reason? You seem very deep within enemy territory. Indeed. Although never have they been so blatant in betraying our rights than right now. Hmm? He, he, he puts a, he points a hand down to around where you were, you came by. There are stones in that field. Stones which bear the name of ancestors long past. These bloodline traitors plan on digging them up, removing what they find, tossing things aside in the name of mineral wealth. Veneer is off, is 
Well, that's kind of, it's all like, well, that's kind of fucked up. And it is our sincere belief that if a man's name is forgotten, he falls from the great hall of Valhalla to the seas of death in the afterlife. I, I come from a different religion, but we too also have some respect for the resting places of the dead. It seems, I do find say that it does seem ghastly to exhume those, to exhume a person's resting place in the name of Prophet. Yes, well, they are of the firm belief that they own all of this territory. And to the rest of the continent, maybe they do. Maybe they do. But we are here to remind them that they do not. Well, I have been a little more information. I come here, me and a crew were sent here by the she of, of uh, Avalon. He looks at you. He looks at you rather strangely. <laughs> it. I do not quite understand what they are myself. It has been we, long since there has been any rumor of the fairy folk taking an interest of anything beside their own lands. You're right. Well, apparently there was an old alliance between your people and one of their kings, and they want Indeed. to have. They want. A, rev- a resolution that will hopefully be peaceful, but at the very least, keep your people alive. I see. They, so, they believe this to be an event of great import. It would seem so. He smiles, pulls the great sword off his shoulder, and puts it in his hand, admiring it. It actually appears to be of Avalon origin, at least the design of it. Hmm. They will write of this day. <laughs> now I must admit, we we were emphasized to try and seek a peaceful solution. And I know yours culture does seem to be a one that prefers martial action opposed to words. He, but if we, yeah, he tilts his head to one side and shrugs. No, I understand the value of words. However, if you wish to negotiate compromise, speak to the vendor. If you wish to speak terms of battle, speak to me. He, uh, and it does, you know, in my honest opinion, it does seem that the Vendel are in the wrong of this case. My people, I have, there are many people in, uh, Castile of my descent who have their, who've had their tombs, their history, essentially, wiped out by the Castile in their attempt of religious purity or whatever they call it. He nods solemnly. I I understand that pain deeply. I will, uh, you know, I am, I should get back to the rest of my room, but it does seem like a work, it was a big work to get up here. Would you mind if I stay in your camp and warm up for a while? It is your choice. We we would be happy to offer you climbing gear if you need it. I must say, I don't have much money on me. Please, no. We have come to an understanding, and I value that greatly. You may eat of our food, take our beds, and if you like, have enough climbing gear to return to the ground. 
Well, if that's the case, I'll be, I'd be honored to be your guest. She bows. He bows and re- he bows slightly in return, and he snaps his fingers, and the men with bows um, stop pointing them at you. All right. And he invi- he invites you to um, a meal of salted herring and cabbage. Yeah. And notably, she will not partake of the drink because right, religious. <laughs> that thing. is fair. Like <laughs> she might just you know get some snow, put it in a in a mug, and warm it up by the fire to make it water. Sure, they, they yeah, might have juice. Uh, do Viking do Vikings seem like the ones who drink juice? IKEA has uh, lingonberry juice. IKEA That's is the vendor store. Yeah, it's yes. IKEA. The- <laughs> IKEA is like the prototypical vendor store. <laughs> oh yeah, look at all this furniture set up and set up. Uh, you build it yourself. It's very practical, very affordable. Yeah. <laughs> very vested. Wow. <laughs> all right, we're going to cut back to Nadire. Dying of frostbite and having a fantasy about becoming a Viking queen? The what? I'm joking. <laughs> I know. I know it would be funny if that was actually happening. I still want her to get like a Viking princess title via him. He <laughs> likes her so much. There's actually very little in the ways of titles among the best. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're either a thrall, a carl, a jarl, or the high king. Also, many Jarls become the many Jarls have turned into living runes. Yeah, so that's sort of a sideways rank. <laughs> does mean they. Uh, I appreciate how-, how much actual Icelandic rankitude was in there. I mean, why take it out? It's words. No, I mean I, they might have changed it. I mean, I mean the the Montaigne have just literally yeah. the musketeers. Yeah, yeah. They, they they did they did change some stuff like. Uh, Jormungandr is now the Great Worm. Yeah, you know, and I mean, also the basic. and also the instead of the All Father, there is the Grum Father, the Grum Father, aka the Gray Wanderer. Is he related he to Crumpus? Much Grum. He's almost asleep. He's the, he's the Crumpus. <laughs> no, last, I said Grum. He, let's see. Yeah, there we go. He last he rested under a great tree that spread his branches high above his head. He was almost asleep when a fierce giant name uh, named Varold attacked him. <laughs> See, that's why he's grumpy. He didn't get to take his nap. All right. So I am going to uh, cut back to the others who have, through various means, met back up in the town of Kirk. And once we finish this scene, I'm going to call the session. So that's do what you like. Uh, so I think I figured out the uh, the problem that the, uh, the Sheed had uh, asked us to solve. That's it good because is... there's something brewing. Uh, locals say that. That the there's the smoke coming up over there is uh, Vestin. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That uh, signs of a uh, Vestin uh, war party. Um, uh, there is uh, Olinson, uh, not Olinson, uh, Siglaf. Uh, there is apparently a rich vein of uh, what 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 is the mineral that they're taking? Are we just is it just iron? Um. I'm, I'm I'm taking to call it I'm taking to call it something fantasy. Just call it like mithril. Mithril, yes. Mithril. Sure, let's make it mithril. Uh, Let, let's say, let's say that you you had trace amounts of mithril when you were studying, but it was, but they just found a lot more. Yeah, well, I mean, you can only take it only comes in small amounts. You can only turn it into wafers. It takes five wafers to make a bar. 
Anyway, um, yeah, there is a uh, there's a rich vein of uh, mithril up in the mountains. Uh, but the problem, uh, as explained to me by one of my uh, one of my colleagues, is that uh, the vein is uh, directly underneath a um, a Vestin uh, funerary site, and likely the Vestin are showing up to protect their burial grounds and defend the living ruins. I tell you, they're not keen to like move them. Could you move such a thing? I haven't even seen them. No, I don't think you can move them. I am not familiar with the with the burial traditions of the Vestin in great detail, but I do not think these uh, the remains are in any shape to be moved. Also, there's there's probably something in there about uh, moving moving the body tarnishes the memory or something. It's the 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 magic is all powered by the memory and the, and honor and glory and all that. It's a complicated and bloody affair. Um, and, uh, also, uh, on a, I have my own, I have, uh, my own matters to attend to here. Um, um, I am certain that the captain is aware, but, uh, no point in, uh, holding it back since it's going to come out sooner or later. I owe a lot of money to a an investment, uh, to an investor who has also apparently stolen my patents. Uh, for the mining and uh, mining and refinement of mithril, and is also, I believe, bankrolling this uh, this prospecting. But in any case, this mining effort—it's going to. If there's anything that would cause it cause a civil war, it is this. Given well, it that sounds like we have our first first uh, target, then. Yeah, yeah. If they've stolen your patents. We're stealing it back. That, I think that sort of thing works. I mean, isn't like a patent, like a <laughs> like a law saying you can make something? Yeah, but or how uh, you make it or some we, such thing? If we, then if, we'll hire a lawyer. They're the pirates of the land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we're gonna steal ourselves a, a patent. <laughs> perhaps this great perhaps, a, perhaps if we get a barrister, they can provide. Court. Perhaps if we get a barrister, they can provide um, leverage. Da, 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 da. <laughs> What's weird is we're very close to our leverage party. In, at least in player makeup. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, but all the roles turned around except you. Except me, where I'm the closest to being a hacker. <laughs> that, I, would be, I do that would be interesting. Medieval leverage? The internet is a whole reason the leverage works, though. You can pull cons back then. You could just say whoever you wanted to be. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> There's no no way to verify it. No way to ever even run into somebody again if you would want to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Valid. And the hitters would be a lot more intense. Yeah, there'd be a lot more murder. <laughs> like a yeah. lot. <sighs> right. But do you have you guys have anything more to say on that topic? No. Not especially. I think we have yeah. to like do some investigation before we can say anything more. We have to have enough to sure. we have enough have enough uh, information to come up with a plan, which we'll then ignore. <laughs> and just at least we already know what side. So we already know what side we come down on. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Right. So <laughs> I mean, Francesca can't do a whole lot here because nobody likes her. No matter how much money she has, they will always not quite like her. They don't like you, but they do fear you a little. And they also really? fear money. Oh well, yeah, but they really fear me. Well, 
you know, like you're you're one of the most unknown and dangerous powers of a of a nation that's at silent war with them. I guess, but if anybody <laughs> actually knew what sort it was, it's not very useful, like for attacking. Also, you have spiders. I didn't bring them with me because I didn't want to scare people. They know you have spiders. <laughs> also, there's probably <laughs> going to be concerns about uh, you know, frozen spiders. <laughs> this is not the natural habitat of a spider. The I only good spider is a frozen spider. On a stick. Just imagining all this. You say <laughs> that until one of my spiders saves your life. Have you ever turned a compressed air canister upside down and used it on a spider? Basically that. Just imagine. They curl up like blackened. <laughs> just imagine on the ship, like the spiders are hard around like the princess practicing flame magic. Yeah, that or they're just sitting around candles under blankets being essentially kittens. <laughs> With I've decided they're probably pot. not dinner plate size. They're probably just palm sized. So I was looking well, at. I, I, I think it's that, they're, that that dinner plate figure includes their leg span. Probably. Yeah, probably. Also, do you Princess not have like do you not have like spider cages? Not currently. Do you have that you crate build me some? Well, yeah, but that's not very we nice. We kind of broke that when we opened it, as is the nature yeah. of crates. Yes, there's never been a way to reuse a wooden crate. I mean, you just you, you no, do need more boards nice. for it. But yeah, they deserve a nicer place. They have boxes back in her house. We need to knit them a stocking for each one of their eight legs. And yes. then a tiny sweater. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! And then, uh, then you can teach them. Uh, then Anne can teach them how to use firearms. <laughs> you know, a, a spider can use eight guns at the same time, right? Of well, no, they can only they can only use <laughs> six because they need two legs to stand on. Uh, no, the number is seven. They can balance on just one. <laughs> they hop on one leg. We need to make right. tiny spider so spice all nonsense up. All right. To wrap all this nonsense up, the uh, the princess is practicing pyromancy while the bodyguards slowly get stoned. They're sharing a drink they call loneliness, but it's better than drinking alone. Okay, I and that's where I'm going to call the section. Man, man, it's weird. We pick up. No, like you, you blipped in and out. I couldn't tell what you were saying, James. That's probably for the best. Don't worry about it. He was singing Piano <laughs> Man, okay? Alright. We at some point picked up William. William <laughs> Joseph. Sir William Joel. Sir William of Joel. <laughs> I like that Billy said, Joel. so this was a bit of a cool down session, a little bit of a bridge session from one adventure to the next. Did you sure. guys have fun there? Yeah, yeah it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Any questions, comments, suggestions? I, I, yeah, I, I, I like. I like the Viking guy. They seem chill. Uh, I don't have any at this time. <laughs> yeah, do we get a uh, Do we get experience for this, or is that going to be doled out at the end of the arc? I think uh, experience session based guys, in arc is get, you get extra yeah. for drama and stuff. You guys get three big ones. Yeah. Is a big one the same as a normal one? It's exactly the same as the normal one. They, the normal The normal ones just happen to be big. Okay. So nice. I I was ERP during the con- uh, no. I guess end this before. Yeah, um, if, there's, okay. if there's nothing else to say, then I'm going to say goodnight, Internet. Good, Good night. night.